0: Tom, are you okay?
1: I lost her. Her? She was going to be this epic, trilogy-worthy character. I was going to be the hottest writer in Hollywood. But I can't get past Act One!
0: You need some writer's group therapy. Hello, and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni we're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. And if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe and share it with your friends. You can find us at writersgrouptherapy.com, online at WG Therapy on Twitter and Instagram, individually.
1: I'm Tom underscore Loveman on Twitter and Tom Loveman on Instagram.
0: And I am at Moonlily Music on Instagram and at Roshni Lamino on Twitter.
1: All right. This is a special podcast. I'm excited about this one today. We have a very large uh, group of uh, creative people on the line. We are, uh, we, I say we because I was one of a group of uh, writers who was a top 10 finalist in the PlayStation Emerging Filmmaker program back in 2017. PlayStation um, had a contest. Uh, people could submit their pitches for TV shows for their View Network. It was free. So they had like 800 to 1,000 submissions. And uh, they brought the top ten teams because some of these are teams, and uh, solo and team writers. Two, we came to LA and we had a cool three-day uh, mentoring session and pitch session with the Sony executives. And the top five chosen had their pilots actually made. I was curious what everyone was up to since uh, the event took place, so I, I emailed all of them, and I've got uh, how about about eight teams on the line here, and they're going to share their experience and. And what they're doing now. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hey. Good to be here. here we go. <laughs> um, this is a very large group, so we're going to put uh, backgrounds and links to all their stuff in the show notes. So you can. We'll talk about that more later. But we're just going to start off with a, a, a real uh, simple question. Um, one thing I'm really interested in is how did placing or winning the contest help you in your writing career? Did you get representation? Did you get more pitch meetings? Um, let's start with uh, one of our winners, Shira Rosenzweig. Uh, Shira was one of the top finalists. She did the sci-fi uh, show Orthus. And uh, so how have you been doing? How has uh, the PlayStation contest uh, affected your career?
2: Um, well, I have a produced pilot now, which is uh, hard to accomplish when you're an unknown writer in Hollywood. And it definitely uh, opened some doors for me uh, in terms that I got a lot of meetings out of it with executives pretty much in every um, studio and network that probably uh, I would not have been able to before. Um, So that was great. I got a lot of contact. Um, I had representation before the contest. So that um, hasn't changed. Uh, but definitely my, my agents called it a victory lap. So after the pilot got made, um, they had leverage to set me up with meetings pretty much uh, around town. Um, and that was, that was wonderful. Uh, I wish I could tell you that I got a gig out of it, but that hasn't happened yet.
1: Rob Sorensen, how about you, Rob? You uh, worked on The Forgotten Coast, uh, a drama, right?
3: Yeah. So mine ultimately didn't get made. So I guess I'm speaking as one of the teams that didn't get their pilot produced by PlayStation. Um, And I didn't, nobody really reached out to me for winning the contest or anything. But I do, I have used it personally to leverage meetings with different producers and uh, managers I was able to get a few managers to read that script that we wrote, The Forgotten Coast, after the, after the PlayStation event. And uh, subsequently, I've been able to get a few managers to read other scripts I've written um, and work with some producers. But uh, nothing like tangible has come from it, essentially.
1: Max, you and your uh, Max Cannon and his partner, Brandon Sullivan, did the comedy bo- band in Boise. What have you guys been uh, doing there?
4: um so prior to the show brandon and i you know we're old childhood friends and uh we both work at a local hospital uh, down in the operating rooms as anesthesia technicians and we're still doing that we've been doing that for about seven years now um and you know the show kind of came as an opportunity just he and i you know we've done little short films in the area boise has a really specific film scene which is actually the subject of our of our show and you know it's it's kind of hard in this area because it's not the same as like somewhere that we can easily get meetings and I mean now it might be a little easier because everyone's doing everything online but you know at the time I think there was a way more of a need or a feeling that we had to kind of be in person but you know since then um, I've kind of just had a few meetings with people around town worked on a few different shorts um, and actually both Brandon and I after that happened you know we we're both we play a lot of games and that's kind of a field that we're both really interested in. And we both actually have gone back to school. We're going to Boise State University, and we're studying game design right now. And we want to take a lot of that stuff that we learned in writing uh, our pilot, and we want to focus a lot on taking narrative uh, approaches in, in games and see kind of how we can work on that. And then, additionally, actually, Rob and I, you know, we talk pretty regularly, and we're working on a few different projects together too.
1: Uh Vanessa King and her partner uh Miranda Sajak uh were one of the final uh, winning finalists uh with the uh you had a drama as well, Two Roads.
5: Yeah, we um our we had a drama two roads. It was uh it's interesting to do a drama as 30 minutes, but um but yeah, that was that was something that we had.
1: And uh and how did uh you know your success with that uh pan out for you and other opportunities?
5: Um I I, I... Don't know. Tangibly, I wouldn't say, like, we had a lot of um, production companies reach out to us for um, different ideas afterwards. Um, But Miranda and I, um, we actually come from the entertainment industry anyway. I've worked in it for about 17 years myself. So for me, I, I at the same time, sort of saw um, a promotion at work. I don't know if it was tangibly... Directly related to the pilot, but um, I, it probably gave me a little bit more um, in my back pocket um, for for that. And I, I know Miranda um, has kind of received an influx of um, more requests. She um, she works as a as a script reader and analyst and um, for a number of different production companies and studios. And I and I, I believe that she sort of had a, an influx on that side too.
1: Tyler, uh, Terry billet and Daniel Omra- Omrani, I'm horrible at this, uh, had the other comedy in the group, The Sweet Shop. Um, how do you guys uh, fare after the contest?
6: Yeah, so ours was one of them that, that didn't get made, but um, we honestly, we used it as a stepping stone. I mean, we used it to get some um, meetings with producers, but after the competition, like, we just wrote our pilot. Like, I mean, when we went into the Sony competition, we didn't have our pilot written. So, I mean, we used that just, to kick our butts and just get to writing. And that's what we did. And we're first, uh, we haven't like been working on it like recently, but I mean, we, we've had like some edits on it recently. You know? Yeah. We've
7: yeah. had edits on it recently. And then, uh, you know, just kind of got us in gear for writing more stuff off of that. Um, you yeah. know, I wish we could say we had like something really tangible come out of it. Right. Uh, we didn't, but
6: yeah, but right now that we're the team, we're working on a feature right now. So that's what, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's cool.
1: what's up. <laughs> okay. And uh, I think our last team here is Kevin Chen and Bryce Irvin. How are you guys doing? Hey.
8: Good.
9: Yeah. Really. Really good.
1: Yeah. How How has uh, things gone for you since the contest?
8: Um. I can go first, or Bryce. You want to? Sure. Go ahead, take All right. Great. So, um. Well, when we did Indigo, we were Bryce was still at school at Georgia Tech and we and I just got uh, graduated Um, so it was it's been a little bit of a ride for us we've I know for me um, I'm actually primarily more of an actor um, so I've been focusing on that side of things Um, so I I guess like with everyone else I didn't necessarily get something tangible out of it but they gave me a lot of um, a better understanding of just how the process of everything in the entertainment industry works. So like as an actor, I can take that into better consideration because not every actor, you know, can understand how getting a pitch through any type of door works. And, you know, that just lets lets me appreciate everything more. Um, And yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what we've been doing. Um, Bryce and I had developed Indigo a little bit more since then, but we were kind of, not really sure where to go after uh, right. after everything. But um, Bryce also has been doing a lot of cool stuff um, too. So I'll let you take that.
9: Yeah, yeah. So uh, since the competition, I've been finishing up school at Georgia Tech. I actually just graduated. Uh, mm. So that's been fun. Uh, so our, our, Kevin and I's partnership has been like, uh, when we both kind of have time to, to work on stuff uh, between my going to school and his, uh, blooming acting career. Uh, we sit down and kind of like figure out stuff. Uh, I don't think that when we did the competition, we had a pilot fully written out at the time either. So after the competition, we fully wrote the pilot, we kind of outlined our season and kind of, uh, just tried to figure out where to go from there. Yeah.
8: Yeah. I guess we, yeah, everything kind of jumbles up together, but yeah, there was, we've definitely made a lot of changes since then, which is Mm -hmm. interesting.
9: So I guess what we got from it was a lot of uh, inspiration to fully flesh out our idea, which we're pretty in love with.
8: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, Vanessa, you brought up an interesting point and uh, anybody else, feel free to jump in. So your drama was half an hour. Was there a restriction where they said that the pilots all had to be half an hour, no matter what the genre?
5: Sure was. That was, we actually pitched it. um, it, Two Roads is very interesting because we um initially, our idea was taken. um, we had it as a one hour uh, drama, which was our even in our pitch. And then, um, we <laughs> I have to say this this is this is off the record. I have to figure out how to say this appropriately. So excuse me, while I try and fix my wording. Uh, <laughs> but um, but basically, we were uh, we were given the opportunity after a lot of back and forth discussion, and I mean months of back and forth discussion to um, to to write our own pilot. Um, and when we had seen what the pilot uh, that they had, uh, that the production company had initially written um, with a different writer, um, it was, they turned it into a comedy, which was never really our direction for the pilot that we pitched. So um, we ended up being able to you know, pitch it basically again and say, this is how we would write it. And, um, that was, that was the main challenge was turning it into a 30 minute drama. So, um, we, we ended up, I think, hopefully successfully doing that. Um, it's, it's hard as a, as a premise pilot to establish a world and characters in 30 minutes. So I think at times we, um, were debating between developing character and developing plots. Um, and it was a, it was an interesting sort of, uh, dichotomy to like, what, what did we choose to develop? What's more important when you're setting off in a world? So, um, but yeah, everybody, everybody was given 30 minutes.
0: Wow. So then for everybody else who had their pilot made, or maybe saw a lot of rewrites in the process, did you feel that once, you know, PlayStation got involved, your, your creation suddenly changed into something you weren't, you weren't sure what it was anymore? <laughs> I mean, because a half-hour drama, that's weird. So that's not standard.
5: Um, I, I mean, I'm speaking from my experience. I, My, my issue um, and, and the deviation from our initial pitch wasn't really a, um, a PlayStation. Uh, I guess wasn't really a PlayStation decision from what I understand. Um, they sort of allowed everybody to sort of take it on their own. I, but that's from my perspective. And I know there's other people in, in the competition who probably have had other... Um, other experiences, so I don't want to speak on behalf of them.
0: Mm-hmm. I think Shira, also, you said yeah. you can speak to this.
2: Um, so uh, with Orthis, um it was originally also a one-hour drama. Like the uh, the original script that I submitted to them was a one-hour drama, and they basically told me uh, we can afford four days of shooting and six locations so half of the script has to go you have to cut it in half at which point I mean it wasn't really an issue about uh, a half hour drama being weird because um In the age of digital, you don't really have any time constraints. For example, uh, The Mandalorian on Disney Plus is a half-hour drama. So Mm -hmm. it's not really a problem. It wasn't really a problem in that regard. But um, when they said that, it became, at least to me, it became obvious that they weren't really making a TV show or a a TV pilot as much as they were making a proof of concept. So... Mm -hmm the uh the 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 uh runtime wasn't really an issue but i had to obviously rewrite the script um as kind of a proof of concept introduction uh and it it very much changed the perspective of of what was happening
0: interesting and max also you can speak to this
4: yeah, so, you know, I think the nature of the competition is really interesting because it kind of fluctuated just feeling-wise, like emotionally, between feeling like a competition and then sometimes you're like, no, this is like, you know, like a professional pitch or a professional production. And it would, you know, sometimes you'd be reminded it's one or the other. And what was really interesting was, honestly, working with PlayStation, it went it went really well. Um, you know, the production company, though, they they had a lot to maintain and you know, I think, I think, you know, the, uh, the projects were pitched to independent filmmakers and independent filmmakers, you know, they normally, at least, you know, at least in the field that I work in for it, it's, you know, you work on small projects and you get really attached to them. And so it's kind of like pitching a show from the perspective of a bunch of writers and writers get really like, you know, we don't want to change our thing. You know, we came in and we had this idea from the very beginning. And so I think you know we came in and we pitched a show that we compared a lot to. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. and you know, PlayStation approved that. And then when we started getting other creatives involved, uh, it it didn't feel as much as though we were kind of taking on these creator roles, but we were kind of taking writer roles. And so we were kind of making changes to what other people wanted. And so I think we lost a little bit of that ownership that we were initially attached to and you know it's it's awesome to have a produced pilot and and it's very professional and I'm you know there's a lot of content that I'm happy with but I think you know that it's kind of like an eye opener to like how much how much things can change cuz for someone like me that this was a really big leap in my filmmaking career compared to what I was doing before.
1: Cool. That brings up a question I was wondering, because I was one of the five, 10 finalists that didn't win, so my pilot was not made, and therefore the rights to it just reverted right back to me. So for those of you who did win, um, does, play, does Sony, does PlayStation still own your rights? Can you Or can you then take your pilot and go pitch elsewhere now that they have not, optioned, they have not bought it? Or can you rework it and, and then pitch it differently? And then those of us who, like like I said, myself, you know, we can still go out and pitch our our pilot, um, you know, as is because it wasn't, uh, you know, under any you know contract with Sony. Shira.
2: Um, yeah. So uh, I don't own it anymore. The IP uh, belongs to PlayStation and the production company who made the pilots, uh, Ideas United. Um, so it's, I would say it's a bittersweet, uh, kind of thing. I, I mentioned that I got a lot of, uh, meetings out of, uh, this pilot. So in some, some of them, uh, executives told me, you know, I wish we got our hands on Orthos earlier because it's original high concept and very marketable and could have been bigger, so I don't know, maybe they were just being polite or maybe like I would never even have gotten access to this these people if not for the produced pilot. But I do feel that if Orthis as a TV show and as an IP kind of fizzles and dies with this uh, 25 minute long proof of concept that not a lot of people got to see, then that's a missed opportunity because now that I don't own the IP, I can't uh, push for it to go any further.
1: Yeah, I've actually thought of contests sometimes as a double-edged sword. Roshni's mentioned this as well, where uh, you have to read the fine print because some contests, you know, can tie up your your uh, your IP if you win. Uh, and sometimes I think it was some songs or some song contests. Roshni mentioned where if you write a song for a contest, they would then own it, and you would just—that was just it. So you have to, you know, be careful what you wish for, I suppose. Anybody else have similar experience or feelings about that?
4: I—I I mean, I—I I have looked like at it a little bit, and yeah, I think that PlayStation, like that's a big part of it, is PlayStation's ownership over it because Sony and PlayStation, you know, while they're the same thing, they're very different department wise and playstation is clearly kind of making this initiative to move into like way more like games 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 because i so for a while i actually spent three years covering uh, the games industry for like a family friendly like entertainment site and that was like a big point of contention within that industry is that you know they thought that Xbox, for example, they were trying to make content comparable to this. And, and that kind of was putting a lot of people off. And so I think a, a competition like this hit at just a moment where they kind of realized like, oh, we'll test the waters on it. And then they realized that PlayStation as a brand, that's not the direction that they wanted to go.
1: Yeah, I felt like that's kind of what happened. And and just uh, last October, the PlayStation View channel shut down. Yeah, and anybody else uh, have feelings about it? I kind of feel like in some ways... I got lucky that I didn't win because now I can keep working on my, my project and still try to pitch it.
3: Yeah. I I kind of feel the same way as you, Tom. Uh, Our project didn't get made either uh, the forgotten coast, but it was optioned by Sony interactive entertainment. And so I've used that line in many emails and gotten responses based off that line that I had a project optioned by Sony interactive entertainment. And I, I can't say if that's just as good as having a, pilot made but i'm able to say that without giving the rights away so i don't know like you were saying it's a double-edged sword for the winners kevin
8: yeah i mean i think um just like we mentioned a little bit before but it was the i think what we would have made um if we had won with indigo would have been so different from what it became in like under six months when we continued to reiterate it. So I felt like for us, we were very, um, it was like kind of bitters. It was also pretty bittersweet, but I guess for different reasons, because one, we obviously wanted um, this idea to be out there and we wanted to try it. And, you know, we were both really early in our careers. We still are. Um, So having something like that and just having a pilot at like 23 and 22, I think, that's how old we were, um, would have been really awesome. Um, but then, you know, conversely, because we've got everything back and um, we were able to work on it, we feel a lot more comfortable repitching it right now. Um, so it's just been really nice to be able to have that in our pockets. Cool. Yeah.
1: I just want to say, uh, before I continue, I think we're all winners, by the way. You guys are all great.
7: Tyler? dan um yeah so i was just gonna say i, I think we kind of feel the same way our pilot didn't get made um so we i think you know we kind of feel good like that we have our pilot back still yeah. um
6: yeah just like kevin i mean we we worked like sweet chop like so much after the competition like we wrote the pilot like when we're right when we're writing the pilot we're like oh we didn't think this could happen. yeah but there is it's like a double-edged sword though because it's like i mean at one time at like on one side you can be like well i have so many ideas but you're always going to have new ideas it's like mm-hmm. you, you, sh- you need to make something yeah. eventually. and so. i think
7: yeah part of it too is like i think pretty much any production company you're gonna have to you know maybe compromise a little bit somewhere you know yeah whether that's a lot or a little i think to some extent like you got to work with the production company um but i guess i also wanted if it's okay if i wanted to ask like everyone here if, if for everyone who got their pilot made like did Sony do anything to try to make more episodes or was there talks of that or, or it around? yeah, obviously before it got shut down. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, that's a good question. Uh, Vanessa, you were going to respond to that last question anyway. So why don't you take that?
5: Yeah, sure. I can, I can take that. Um, from what I understand um, and what I was told and I was definitely one of the Persistent ones that I'm sure the production company got tired of hearing from after a while. Um, from but from what I was told, they sort of were letting Sony had no idea um, or no no concept beyond putting it on their channel. Like that was sort of from what I understand, could be wrong, but um, it was sort of just going to live there. And then um, I think what happened was when they decided they were going to sh- you know shut everything um, that they just sort of this was one of the first things that they scrapped. I had heard that the production company was, like, looking for places to, to put these, but, um, but I, I, that obviously never came to fruition. Um, I think that, you know, building on what, uh, what everybody else has sort of said, um, one of the, it, sure, it's, it was disappointing, I guess, in a way to see um, nothing sort of materialize out of it. But it was also a really excellent lesson in, like, moving on and going, like, I made something that I'm proud of. It's got my name on it whether it's the produced pilot or a finished pilot, um, it was just a good lesson in sort of letting go and going as a writer, like those are words and I can write more words. You know, it can be a different idea, it can be something else. I think a, a lot of times people sort of do, I think Max, you'd said um, quite eloquently that people sort of get really attached to their work. And I think that this overall, just even if nothing came out of it, this was a really good lesson in just sort of like cutting the strings and being like, cool, that was fun, Let's, what's next?
0: ironically, I was actually just gonna ask all of you what was the takeaway from doing this contest? What did you learn? What did you regret, and what did you you know take away that you were like this was a positive? So thank you, Vanessa. Who else wants to chime in on that?
4: Um, I'll go on that. So one of the things that I you know struggle with at first is you know so i'm I'm in Boise, Idaho, where our show takes place, and you know there's there's a film scene like a few times a year here and so it's kind of it was rough at first because i just kind of had to sit around and wait you know what i mean like i was just kind of there's this window of time where i was like all right well this is my project because it's you know i can i can write other stuff but I wasn't necessarily attempting to shop kind of things because this was Kind of like a hobbyist thing that I, I mean, I was like working on films pretty frequently before this, and I'd pitched a couple of other things. But you know, I had a day job, and I still do. And and so I think Vanessa, what you said really well, was like was about getting past it because there was a window of time where I was like, all right, I'm just hanging out day to day because you know I gotta wait to see how this thing shakes out. And I, you know, I I think I kind of realized at some point like I'm like, all right, it's time to move on to the next thing. And and I now I imagine that if something like this uh competition was to happen in the future i think i'd be more comfortable to get to that move on point pretty quickly because it's not you know like when you write stuff and when you work in in this kind of industry you do get used to that rejection but it's a really interesting place because when you're finally like i got it yes so now you're kind of like all right you need to get used to like planning for that next thing and you know uh as far as takeaways go though you know as uh, as I mentioned, you know I'm I'm in school studying game design and video games. Something I'm I'm really really passionate about as a medium, and I want to take a lot of those lessons we learned, um, you know, and apply them to narrative game design. And pitching to Sean Layden, who uh, has actually stepped down from Sony Interactive Entertainment. But that was like that was a really exciting thing for me at the time, because that's someone that I would follow pretty regularly and I would watch any of his presentations and I watch his like press conferences and stuff like that. So that was really exciting. And that's been really helpful to people in the games industry who are familiar with who that is. And I actually think one of the best things for my resume is now I have if you go to PlayStation.com and you find like there's a band in Boise page for our show. And that page has been really helpful um, just for talking to people and getting eyes on projects in the games industry. And, and I'm kind of hoping to use that because while it doesn't have the direct parallel, it's a brand that people are familiar with. And if I get other uh, game projects under my belt, that definitely will hold some clout.
0: That's awesome. Shira, I think you uh, are next. And then Rob?
2: Yeah. Uh, I, so I want to add to, to what... Um... Vanessa said um, and and I agree with her I mean I did um, say that I was disappointed that um, the project didn't move beyond beyond a pilot and that um, I didn't get any uh, specific employment out of it but I just I want to emphasize that I am I feel very fortunate that my pilot got made and I got a lot out of it and it's not just that line on my resume that has that that means that says that I have a produced pilot it's it's way beyond that so for me as coming into this contest as a writer uh, most of my creative experience was sitting at home and writing scripts in my pajamas I had zero production experience and and being involved in all stages of production on the pilot was very eye-opening because I I didn't go to film school Um, I didn't know anything about how to bring my stories to the screen and this program gave me a crash course and nowadays I write I direct and I produce my own content which is great and and it was a huge thing for me um, beyond that, um, what I've learned from doing all these things is that the one most important resource that a filmmaker can have is a, a good network and supportive creative friends and, and a good team to work with. And, um, and during this project, I got to meet so many amazing people. Um just from the com- from participating in the competition, I met um, one of the other creators uh, who created um, The Many Lives of Iron Winters. His name is Steve Spaulding, and he became a really great friend, and we share thoughts and ideas all the time. Um, and in addition, I've kept in touch with uh, some of the cast and crew who worked on my pilot, and the credits on my latest short film that i just finished making they look like an orthos reunion it's hilarious like the cast the cinematographer uh one of the best features of the pilot in my opinion was was the cinematography which was done by uh, adam bial who is one of the most (laughs) underappreciated artists i've met and and i was very fortunate to get to know him uh during the production and even more grateful that his he brought his talent to to this short film that I just finished. Um, and actor Jason McDonald, who played the part of the doctor on Orthos, did such a great job that that later on I think he was in the back of my mind while I was writing um, my latest short film. And I didn't think he was even an option because he's based in Atlanta, and we were filming the short in in LA, uh, on a pathetic budget. But the minute he read the script, he was like, yeah, I'm coming. It's amazing. So, um, this whole experience, even though it wasn't perfect, it was, it was so useful and I'm so grateful for all of it because I did, I did take a lot out of it.
0: That's good. Rob, how about you?
3: Yeah, I want to do a, yeah, just share what I've taken away and probably the biggest thing that the competition did for me personally um it kind of took away the mystery of the film industry when we were hanging out with like marco ramirez uh justin spitzer during these mentoring sessions you know they're just people just like we are and before that before the competition i definitely think i kind of glamorized the process of filmmaking and afterwards um one of the lessons i took away is just just do things and take chances and since the competition i definitely have been taking a lot more chances with my projects and uh, me and my writing partner zach who uh, i did the forgotten coast with and continue to work with um, we're currently working on a comedy pilot called postal and uh, we've been able to pitch it to like netflix and adult swim and that was just because we took chances and reached out to people and basically we're still we're still unrepresented but uh, Netflix and Adult Swim were both receptive to our idea because they liked the idea. And um, we were able to get in the room and pitch to them just because we took those chances and we, you know, put our necks on the line and weren't afraid to look stupid and get rejected. So that's a big thing I've taken away from the contest was uh, just, just, do, just do things, you know, go out there and do it and take chances and don't be afraid to get rejected or look stupid. That Good is advice.
0: awesome. Tyler, Dan, Kevin, Bryce, do you guys want to chime in at all?
8: Uh, oh, man. Sure. Um, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you go first. I'm going to collect, I'm going to figure out what I want to say. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, okay, so go I'll, ahead, Tyler and Dan.
7: Yeah, uh, so Tyler here. Um, yeah, so I'll say I think it's very similar. Um, and it's actually, I don't know, there's definitely something uh, comforting, I guess, knowing that like, even you guys who won seem to be having similar experiences that we, we kind of just learned to, you know, move on to the next project. Because, um, yeah, I think we were, we were, you know, like Max said, we were very tied to this project, and when ours didn't get made, we were definitely beating ourselves up for a little bit. Yeah, it's our baby. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, that's really the takeaway here is just, you know, you got to move on to the next project. And uh, I think Rob was saying it that, uh, you know, kind of opened up our eyes to, like, the, the reality of the filmmaking world.
6: Yeah, we sat with Marco, too, and he gave mm-hmm. us, like, great notes, and we mm-hmm. were sitting with his writing
7: assistant, and we, like... Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just Yeah.
7: And yeah, I think I definitely went into the project with, uh, or the contest, I mean, with like very high expectations. You know, I was definitely envisioning, you know, I was going to come home and, you know, I'd have a pilot ready. They'd have a parade for me and everything and I'd be a hero. <laughs> but obviously, you know, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? I, I definitely had like high expectations that this was going to make my career. And it, it sounds like, you know, all of us just seem to be having very similar experiences whether our pilot was made or not. You now know, we're all just chugging along. Yeah, right. just yeah. trying to make it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Kind of going back to what they're saying and what I was saying earlier is, uh, Marco Ramirez or Justin Spitzer, they're great writers, uh, but they've they've got they've had that lucky break, and um, everyone has the potential to have that lucky break if you put in the work and you know you take those chances, and that's kind of what I was saying, and Tyler and Dan were you know touching on as well.
8: Kevin, yeah, I I think I think for us we never had. A, pitched before ever so um i you know i got a business degree so i had some idea of how to do like business related pitches um but when we uh, met up with our our mentor um loria she was uh incredible in helping us learn what it means to you know tell a story in the pitch itself um and so i think in addition to everything that everyone else is saying because yeah it's exactly you know there's uh don't 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 be afraid to drop your baby and keep moving kind of thing um it also t- helped me figure out how I wanted to you know move forward with this and like um we started to for us we started to talk to like artists because we weren't really sure where to go in terms of creating more content for it to make it more viable or, and things like that so um having what having these um experiences where um you're know, like okay so when you when you're making a pitch you want to lead them through it but not in like a you know business 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 way but more in a in a way that engages them um i think that helped us create um something that was um that that we like now that we want to continue pitching
0: nice bryce anything to chime in
9: yeah i mean i think that kev and i uh definitely felt like sort of the babies of the competition like when we got there like all that we had done in film really was kind of campus movie fest type stuff. Uh, so this really felt like a, a starting point for us. We met so many amazing and talented people out there. And Gloria especially helped us and inspired us to take this pilot and take this show concept and make it something like really incredible and heartfelt. And even though we didn't win this whole uh, competition, uh, led to us working on the show consistently for the last few years. And we really like love what we have now. And that would have never happened if it weren't for the competition.
0: Awesome. Right. Good insights. All so shameless plug time. If people want to find you, we'll just go on down the line, Rob, how do people find you?
3: Yeah. So my Twitter is the Rob Sorenson, T H E Rob Sorenson. Um Currently, working on, as I touched on earlier, a show called Postal that we're taking around to different studios trying to get our pilot made. Uh, Shortly after the contest, we made a short film called Nightbird, which we took around the film festival circuit. That's on Vimeo and YouTube, just Nightbird short film. Uh, Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Max, how about you? How can people find you?
3: Um, all right.
4: So I'm on Twitter just at I am Max Cannon. Uh, So I produce all my stuff under my LLC, which is White Font Media. And you can go to whitefontmedia.com. Um, and on there, I have just some of the projects working on. I have a handful of short films. I'm in the middle of, of trying to get another one going off. Um, and then on there, you'll see some games that I've been developing as well, and that I'm trying to kind of weave some narrative stuff into.
0: Awesome. Vanessa, how about you? How can people find you?
5: Uh, I'm on Twitter if I'm on anything. Um, I am currently um, an executive at a development uh, in development at a production company, um, which you can find on IMDB. and um, yeah, that's that's sort of where I am.'m I've been teaching a lot um, of screenwriting in um, in different places, especially in New York. So um, you can I'm, I'm sort of just around. You can find me.
0: Awesome. Tyler, Dan, how about how about you guys?
5: Yeah,
6: you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at @iamroni, uh, the
7: the uh, am and Tyler. Uh, yeah, I'm just my first name, last name, Tyler Terrible, Um, on Instagram, Twitter, but um, we have a comedy, a sketch comedy channel that's probably easier to find because our last names are impossible to spell. Uh, Toasted Entertainment um, well, on YouTube, YouTube and, Twitter, and, Instagram, and Instagram, Twitter. And
6: so. Yeah, uh, we have been uh, trying to
7: keep. Doing yeah, that. trying to keep busy with that. Uh, keep you know just comedy sketches whenever we can. And, uh, you know, working on a, a feature film, as we said, um, which has have been chugging along, but mm-hmm. in the works.
6: That's what
0: you do. <laughs> awesome. Kevin, how can people find you? Kevin?
8: Oh, sorry. There we go. I was okay. muted. I uh, am um, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my My Twitter is a really silly name, but it's Crimson Chen. Um, crimson underscore q i a n my last name um and instagram is kevin chendo uh with underscores in between it all but you can also just search up kev chen and it should my face should pop up um yeah and that's really what i do um i also have an actor's access if you want to hire me as an actor thanks so much
0: (laughs) (laughs) bryce how about you how can people find you
9: i am on twitter as well at bryce Irvin. And uh, for the a little over a year now, I've been working on a musical feature film uh, called David. You can find more information about that at David Music Musical. Uh, that's been the main thing. Kevin and I are both producers on that project.
0: Awesome. And Shira, how about you?
2: Um, My production company is called Synaptic Creations. Uh, our, webs- our website is uh, synapticcreations.com and we have a YouTube channel also called Synaptic Creations where you can see uh, my first short film and a trailer for the next one. Um, and the website connects to all my, uh, social media accounts, although, um, I, am not very active on them because I find that it's very bad for you. Uh, but from <laughs> time to time, I will, I will take a peek. So, uh, I'm easy to find. Just Google me.
0: Great. Great. Well, thank you guys all so much for taking the time to chat with us about your experiences. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah.
7: Thank, yeah. You. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. Very glad you.
0: to be uh, here. A lot of fun. <laughs> And for all of you listening out there, make sure you check out their websites. Check them out on Twitter and Instagram. You can find all their information in the show notes as well. Check out the shorts that got them in the competition in the first place. And you can check us out at writersgrouptherapy.com. We'll talk to you soon.